Good morning. Good morning. Oh, it's good to hear people. Amen. The scripture reading from today comes from Isaiah uh, chapter 40 and verses 28 through 31. I don't have my cheat sheet right there, so I'll read. Do you not know? Have you not heard? The everlasting Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, does not become weary or tired. His understandable is inscrutable. He gives strength to the weary and to him who lack might, he increases power. Though youths grow weary and tired and vigorous young men stumble badly, yet those who wait on the Lord will gain new strength. They will mount up with wings like eagles. They will run and not get tired. They will walk and not become weary. The word of God for the people of God. Let us pray. Most gracious God, our Father, Lord, we love you, we love you, we love you, we love you, oh God, we love you. Speak to our hearts and our minds today, as only you can, that we might become what you have called us to be. In Jesus' name, amen. This particular portion of scripture, quite honestly, uh, came to mind last week while I was listening to Pastor Elaine preach, here is your God. And, and it, it, it excited me because I realized that during this portion, previous to this portion of scripture, these, these people were in exile, they were conquered, they were not where they thought they should be, and uh, they, they really believed that God had forgotten about them and had left them to their own comfort, uh, their own devices. But God... And verse 1 of this particular chapter uh, calls on his prophet to give a word of comfort. A word that says, have you not heard, do you not know that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth does not become weary and tired. His understanding, his understanding, his love, his, his grace, his mercy, all of those things are everlasting. It is a reminder to them, and I believe to us, that God has not forgotten us. No matter what things may look like, no matter what challenges we may face, that, that God, the everlasting God, the creator of heaven and earth, is not like man, he does not forget about us. He, he, he does not uh, walk away from us. It is his desire that we all be okay. It is a message of hope. It is a reminder of who God really is and who we should remember God to be. In verse 29, it says that he gives strength to the weary and to him who lacks power he gives increase it, it is a a reminder that it is in God that that even in our weakness his strength is made perfect it is a reminder that that God is not governed by the laws and the rules that we live in it is a reminder that that just because things look bad does not mean that God is not strong in them it does not mean that God cannot propel us into strength as we walk through this thing called life Verse 30 says, though youth grow tired and weary and vigorous young men stumble badly, those that wait on the Lord, there is a contrast. 
between God and man. We know that God is eternal. His love is eternal. His life is eternal. His strength is eternal. His grace is eternal. He, he does not grow weary like we might. But those that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. What does that mean? Wait in this particular portion of Scripture does not mean that you sit down with your legs crossed and say, well, God will come eventually. This wait is a uh, looking forward in expectation, a, a eager uh, expectation for that which is to come. That, that wait is a, a service while we sit even in the place that we are. You see, that wait is not a, 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 a call for stagnation, but it is a call to move, to move while resting in the God of our salvation. It is in him that I rest, I move, and I have my being. It is in him that, that all things come. And if I will just wait on the Lord, he, he, he will mount me up with wings like eagles where I may soar even in the midst of my challenges, even in the midst of my storms, that, that I would see things differently from a different perspective, that I would hold on to the breeze. And no matter what may come, I shall be all right. I will be able to run and not get tired. I will be able to walk and not be weary. But I will not be able to keep this jacket on because I am sweating. It is funny to me that as I begin to study this particular portion of scripture, I, I encountered a story that really spoke to my heart, and I, I pray that it speaks to yours. And it goes like this. There was a man traveling from Louisiana to Texas. And his daughter, a, a, a young driver, a new driver, was the, the person in the driver's seat. And when they left the house, everything was sunny. There wasn't a cloud in the sky. It was beautiful. It was perfect weather to drive. Oh, but when they got to the bridge that goes over Lake Pontchartrain, I don't know if you know anything about driving from Louisiana to Texas, but there's this bridge that seems like it is forever. There are no exits. There are no entrances. I don't know how the cops get there, but they write a lot of tickets. Different story, different day. But, but there, is, there are parts of this bridge where all you have under you is water and all you have on the side is water and there is no shoulder. You just have to keep going. But on this particular day, it begins to storm. The daughter, being a new driver, says, hey, Dad, it's beginning to rain a little bit. Don't you want me to pull over? And he says, no, baby, just keep driving. She gets a little further, and she knows that the shoulder is about to run out, and she can't see 15 feet in front of her. And she says, Dad, do you want me to pull over now? And he says, no, baby, just keep driving. She gets a little further, and the storm now is, is raging, and the wind is beginning to push the car just a little bit, and she sees 18-wheelers begin to pull over where there is no shoulder, and she says, surely now, Dad, you want me to pull over? And he says, no, baby, I want you to keep driving. Just move a little to the left so that they have room on the, the side to park. She begins to get overwhelmed a few minutes later, and, and she's looking at the storm and the wind and the rain, and, and she's thinking about this bridge, and there's no shoulder, and, and her dad reaches over and puts his hand on her shoulder and says, baby, it's going to be okay. Turn on your hazards, slow down your speed, but just keep driving. About 30 minutes later, 
They arrive on the other side of the storm. She takes a deep breath. There's not a cloud in the sky. Once again, the sun is beaming down it's as if the storm never happened. She rolls down the window to enjoy the breeze. And the dad looks over at her and says, baby, will you pull over? With a confused look on her face, she says, when the storm was pushing us around, you said, keep driving. When, 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 when the 18-wheelers, the, the professionals that have been doing this longer than I have been doing it pulled over, you told me to keep driving. When, when, when the storm began to beat on the car, you told me to slow down, but keep driving. You, you changed how I drive, but you wouldn't let me stop. And now that everything is okay, you want me to pull over. Dad, what is going on? He says, get out the car and turn around and look, do you see the storm? She said, yes, Dad, I can still see the clouds in the distance and I, I know what that feels like and I'm, I, I can even see the rain falling from those clouds. And she, he said, and baby, what I want you to understand is this. Those that pulled over at the beginning are still in the storm. Those that pulled over in the middle are still being tossed to and fro. Those that got overwhelmed towards the end ha have stopped. And as the storm has progressed, now instead of being through in 30 minutes, it's going to take them more than an hour. You see, those that stopped in the storm, baby, are still in the storm. But we are on the other side. And we can turn around and see where we have come from and how good God has been. And we yet are in front of the destination that we had from the beginning. Why do I tell you that? I tell you that because uh, my question is, during tough times, what will you do? It says those who hope in God will renew their strength. Those who wait on the Lord will renew their strength. Those who hope, those who hope, those who hope. Now, if we hope in God, there is a call to wait, a, a looking forward with eagerness, a, a, a moving and serving while we anticipate what God is going to do. It is not a time for us to stand still, but it is a time for us even more so to renew ourselves into the purpose that God has placed in front of us. Unfortunately, in the midst of the storm, that is sometimes hard to do. It is so hard that sometimes people will take the weight that is intended and transform it into the weight that is comfortable and cross their legs and turn off their engines and wait as the storm continues to beat on them because it is more comfortable to sit still and look at what they are used to than to continue to move forward in the purposes that, that they know is on the other side. You see, despair is the opposite of hope, and it is the thing that is breeded while we sit still. Most people say if you are suffering from depression or if you are suffering from, from despair, the worst thing you can do is isolate. The worst thing you can do is be by yourself all the time. The worst thing you can do is sit still. The words of this father, even with a comforting hand on the shoulder, ring in my ears because in the midst of the challenges that we all will face, in the midst of the hard times that we all will come into, in the midst of all of the storms that life will bring, we have to choose to just keep driving. 
You see, in the midst of the storms, in the midst of the tough times, in the midst of all those things, I choose to hope in the Lord. I choose to put my hope in the everlasting God, the one who does not slumber or sleep. I, 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 I choose to lean not into my own understanding, but in all my ways acknowledge him, believing that he will direct my path. I choose to hope in the Lord that is able to cause me to soar above the circumstances and soar above the challenges, not necessarily getting out of them, but seeing a way through them. I, I choose to hope in the Lord that is unlike man, but perfect in all of his ways. I choose to believe his word. I choose to believe his promises, and I choose to trust in his process. And as a result, I will work with great anticipation in spite of my environment I will work with great anticipation in spite of my issues. I, I will work and I will, I will serve in spite of what I see or do not see. I purpose in my heart, in the midst of the storm, to just keep driving. And people of God, I pray that you will do the same. I pray that in the midst of sickness, you will keep driving. In the midst of grieving, you will just keep Driving in the midst of financial storms and despair, you will just keep driving in the midst of the storms that rage around us every day that you will not pull over and wait in such a way that has no faith, but you will choose to hope and just keep driving. The scripture says for 39 chapters that there was a storm. The people said, based on 39 chapters, that there is no way out of this storm. God has forgotten us. It, it is just not going to happen. Oh, but in chapter 40, the scripture says uh, a word of encouragement and says, comfort my people, says your God. Speak kindly to Jerusalem and call them out of their warfare. It has ended. And then we go through 40 and we get to 41 and it says, listen to me. And let the people gain new strength. Let them come forward. Let them speak. Let them come together. Let them be aroused one from the east who calls righteousness to his feet. He delivers up the nations before him and subdues the kings. 39 chapters said storm. But the promise is coming if you just keep driving. People of God, I will get out of your way today. But if you have heard nothing else, I want you to hear this. If your hope is truly in the Lord, and I believe that it is, amen, then there is no need to rest in despair, to cause ourselves to abandon all hope. There is no reason to believe that the storm will consume us, nor is there a reason to believe that God's promises is not still yea and amen. We, we must rest in the, the fact that God is still God no matter what the storm may look like, that God is still God, no matter what the challenge may be, that God is always going to be God, the everlasting God, the creator of heaven and earth, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God that we have read about in the scriptures, the God that gave his only son that we might have life and life more abundantly, the God whose promises have never fell to the ground and will never return void. Our hope has to be in our God. So in the midst of it all, just 
keep driving. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.